This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning and welcome to the chair. My name is Amy Bauman. I'm with For His Glory Ministry, and this is our Tuesday teaching. We come together each week figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's word, apply it to our lives, hopefully, prayerfully becoming more encouraged and more like Jesus. But if you have been following along over the last couple of weeks as we're starting this new year, you'll see that God is up to something for sure. We've looked at in our first week, giving up control and leaning into God and surrendering to Him. Last week, or sorry, two weeks ago, we looked at how God can give us a word for the year. I shared with you the words that God has given me over the last couple of years, surrender, this year, discipline. And I encouraged you to kind of lean into that and allow the Lord to give you a word to help grow you and teach you and stretch you to be more like him. Last week, we looked at our declaration. What are we saying out loud? We are created in God's image with a creative spirit. So we need to be mindful of what we are speaking out. It needs to be life-giving, life-affirming, aligning with God's word. And we need to do that and speak that out over ourselves and our families and our children and our grandchildren and our circumstances, and that there's power in that, right? And that we're not just recycling junk from the enemy. So this week, as the Lord is continuing to take us on this journey, preparing us for what is to come, he wants to ask us if there is anything that we are using to cope, to cope through the chaos. So we're going to be examining our hearts and asking him to reveal what that might be today. So before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for how much you love us. We thank you for how you have a plan and a purpose for our lives. We thank you for how you want to teach us to be more like you. And so we invite you into this time, Holy Spirit. We invite you into our hearts. We ask that you open up our hearts and our ears for what it is that you have for us today so that we can become more like you. I pray for a fresh anointing that I may speak your truth with love. And we're excited, Lord, for everything that you are going to do. We love you and praise you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to ask you the hard question, what is your drug of choice? I believe all of us at one time or another have used something to get through the day. And it might not even seem like like an addiction or, or like a drug or an alcohol, which those things people do use to get through the day. Maybe your drug of choice is eating. Maybe it's spending money. Maybe it is binging on Netflix on the couch under the covers. 
whatever it is, television, shopping, medication, alcohol, drugs, and we can keep going. What is it that we're using to cope through the chaos? Yes, I'll be the first to admit that I have used alcohol to numb my pain. I have used uh, shopping to get this temporary high as I was making that purchase, as I was finding the perfect place I was going to put it in my house, or this outfit was going to just make me feel so much better, or this piece of jewelry was going to change my entire composure, uh, whatever it was, I have used that to cope through my circumstances. One action that was a bit more subtle for me was that I used to rearrange furniture. I used to obsessively clean. And it really took me a while to recognize that I was using this as a way to cope. I was using this as a way to control my situation because every piece of furniture or every piece, every object, every decoration, uh, everything that I did that I touched, I had control over where I put it, which therefore made me feel like I had control in spite of my uncontrollable situation. That is coping. That is using furniture arrangement and decorating and cleaning as a way to get through the day. And so what I love, as God is asking us to investigate and look at our situations and what are we truly using that maybe we didn't even know we were using to cope is because the Lord doesn't want to just put a Band-Aid on it. The Lord doesn't want to just say, well, that's okay. You can use that coping mechanism to get through um, because I understand it's a tough life. It's 2023. There's lots of things going on. It's okay that you will rearrange furniture. No, God doesn't want to do that. God wants to find the source of our issue. God wants to find the wound. God wants to heal us. God wants to renew us and redeem us and restore us. And he doesn't want us using anything that will take the place of the strength and the faith and the hope and the joy and the love that he wants to give us. He only wants us to lean on him. And of course, when we're leaning on something else, when we're relying on drugs and alcohol and medication and shopping and rearranging furniture, that is like an open door into our life for the enemy to come in and go, that's okay. And you know what? This doesn't seem to be working anymore. Maybe you need to have two drinks of wine. Oh, you, you're, you're not there yet. Maybe you need to have three drinks of wine. Or for me, hey, Amy, that one outfit isn't going to do it. You're going to need to buy, you know, the, the shoes and the purse and all of that, and then you will feel complete. This open door into our lives is not what the Lord wants and not what we need, and it, that door needs to be closed. We need to shut out the enemy and not listen to his lies and not allow our flesh to just do whatever it needs to cope. So what I love that God has been doing over these last few weeks, I believe, is asking us to investigate. 
asking us to open our eyes, asking us to ask the hard questions because he wants us to rely on him. And I want to look at some verses this morning that showcase that, that show the character of God, that show how much he loves us and that he wants us to be healed and whole with his perfect shalom, nothing missing and nothing broken. In Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, Jesus says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. It doesn't say shopping and medication and drugs and alcohol. He's saying, no, I will give you rest. I will give you that peace. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I love the imagery here is that, okay, we're taking our unrest, we're taking our dis-ease, we're taking our lack of control, our heavy burdens, our, our extremely heavy yokes, and we're exchanging them for Jesus, right? We're taking Jesus's light yoke and his peace, and we're making an exchange. And he's asking us to give it to him. And this is the, the hard thing, the, the surrendering part, right? The giving up, giving up how we think it should look and turn out, giving up the way that we're holding on to the situation as we talked about in that, in that first week, giving up our control. We're opening up our hands and saying, Lord, I need you to take it because I can't do this. I, I need you to give me fresh eyes on how you want me to handle the situation because in my own strength, in my own flesh, I can't do that. And here's the thing. This process is not just a one and done. It is sometimes all day long. It's sometimes every five minutes, but it's continually thinking, okay, I just took my situation back. I've got to give it back to the Lord. And we are training our flesh right? So that eventually this will get to be less and less and maybe only once a day we'll have to do it. Maybe only twice a day we'll have to do it. It's, we're training our bodies so that our flesh is going to listen to us and listen to what our spirit is saying. And we are giving that control over to God. Here's a, a really one, here's a verse that really kind of hits you right here. 1 Corinthians six twelve. I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. I have said that quite a bit. I have the right to do whatever I want. And if I want to shop, and if I want to drink, and if I want to um, spend money I don't have, and if I want to take this pill, if I want to sit on my couch, and wrap up in my blanket and, and watch Netflix all day long. I have the right to do that. This is my life. But we can also ask, okay, are any of those things beneficial? Are they only feeding this frenzy? Are they only just helping us cope? It's not addressing the real issue. We're hiding, we're running, and 
we're not allowing the Lord to be the master of our life. We're not surrendering fully to him if we are keeping all these things that we like to do in the flesh. And so these words are like, wow, no, not everything that I do is beneficial. And am I willing to address those things and say, okay, Lord, I need your supernatural strength to help me with this. I don't just want this piece of candy. I don't want this cupcake. I don't want this glass of wine to be what I reach for. I want to reach for you. Psalm fifty fifteen, and call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. I think about in my old life, the scrambling and uh, the drinking and the buying and the shopping and how none of that honored God. I wasn't walking around admitting all of that. I certainly wasn't telling my friends that, oh yeah, I just spent this much money on a credit card, that money that I didn't even have just to make myself feel better. No, I wasn't proud of those moments. None of those things honored God. And we need to wake up and ask ourselves these things. Is what I'm doing right now honoring God? And is it trusting in him? Instead of listening to the lies from the enemy saying, sure, it's okay, you can do that. Oh, don't worry about it. Nobody's going to find out. Nobody's ever going to know. Well, you know who knows? God. God knows. God knows everything. He knows what we do in the dark spots of our lives. He knows what we do in the dark spaces, in, in the dark corners. He knows everything. And that needs to be something we are asking, asking ourselves, are we honoring God with this action? I love this in Hebrews 4, 15, 16. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. We think sometimes that the Lord Jesus does not know one bit about what we are experiencing in this world. Oh, Jesus didn't have temptations like we did. He doesn't have technology and there wasn't pornography and there wasn't drinking. Like you could just go to the, the store and buy whatever you want, that there weren't free marijuana growing places. I mean, we could just give a whole line of excuses about what Jesus didn't have to face and what we do in this world today. The internet and shopping and all the stuff. My friends, sin today is the same as sin was yesterday and the same that sin was thousands of years ago. It was just presented in a different package. And I believe that Jesus was tempted in every way with the way the world was and how the enemy came to him when he was in the desert. Yet he resisted. Yet he told the devil where to go. It is written and we ourselves can do the exact same thing today if we choose. But we can't say, well, Jesus didn't know and Jesus doesn't know because he did. 
It was just sin was presented in a different package. And we are presented with that same sin today, presented to us the way it is in 2023. We need to wake up and realize that Jesus knows. Jesus empathizes. Jesus has been there. And he wants us to come to him and submit to him and surrender to him and trust. Trust that he knows what we're going through and that he wants to help us get to the other side. And then lastly, this Philippians 4.13. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. We have to admit that we can't do this in our own strength. Rearranging furniture, drinking, doing drugs, trying to escape our lives isn't helping anyone. It's certainly not helping us. And we can see from the evidence of what we're doing that we're trying to do this in our own strength. We've tried and tried and tried and now we're just giving up and now we're just coping. We can't. We have to admit that. I admit and know now from my past life that I can't do this life in my own strength. I can't be married to my husband in my own strength. I can't be the kind of mom that I want to be in my own strength. I can't sit here in this chair every week and do this in my own strength. No, everything I do is because of God. Everything I say and and do is because of the Holy Spirit living in me. If this were me, Amy Bauman, just, it would be a mess. It would be a mess. I know because I've tried it. And the only reason that I am who I am today is because of Jesus Christ. We got to get to that point. We got to be able to admit and surrender and wake up and stop covering up and start really looking with eyes and saying, okay, I have to let go of control. I have to give up and allow the Lord to come in and work and move. I have to stay teachable. I have to allow the Lord to come in and do a new thing in me and show me where I need to grow because we're never gonna get there all the way, right? This is a journey and we're never gonna know enough. We're never gonna know everything. It's, we're going to keep on learning, I believe, even in heaven. Even in heaven, there'll be revelation and we'll learn new things and learn and be presented with all the people of the days of the old and go, oh, Moses, what happened here? And he'll be able to tell us and there'll be something new that we learned. And then we have to be able to be intentional with our walk and how we walk that out every single day. And that is speaking life, speaking God's word over our situations, knowing where we need to grow and and how we need God. And then, of course, is there anything that we're still hanging on to in the flesh? What is our drug of choice? What are we running to when life gets hard? And my friends, you know this as well as I do, there are a lot of hard situations today. And here's the the sad thing. I don't think it's going to get any easier. I think if anything, as we look at God's word and, and the book continues to unfold and we read through revelations that this world is only going to get worse, it's only going to get harder, and we are going to need to be more aware of what's happening in the spiritual realm 
before Jesus returns. And so it's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to wise up. It's time for us to look at our lives and say, where do I need Jesus? And how can I become more like him? This question today, what is our drug of choice? How are we coping in the chaos? Is to remind us that if there is a door open in our life, it's time to close it. It's time to batten down the hatches, close all those exterior doors, and really lean in to Jesus. He needs to be the one that we rely on and go to in all the hard days. He's the only one that is going to be able to help us navigate this next year. And I believe it. I believe that's why God is, is giving us these words. I believe that's why God is giving us this revelation is that, yes, there's still joy. There's still fun. There's still things we can enjoy in this world, but it is going to get harder and we don't need to cope through the chaos. We need to rise above our situations and our circumstances. We need to speak God's truth over our lives. We need Jesus. We cannot do this in our own strength. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, I'm so grateful for your word. I'm so grateful for your truth. I'm so grateful to be sitting in this chair today because I've sat in a lot of chairs, Lord, at bars and at places I shouldn't have been. And I've sat in a chair of loneliness, curled up with a blanket, hiding from my life. And I would much rather sit in this chair today, surrendering my life to you, allowing myself to be teachable and for you to teach me a new thing and to be aware of where I am trying to cope in the chaos and where I need to say, nope, I need you to break in, Lord. I need you to do a new thing. And I pray that for each person watching today, each person listening, that they will allow you to come into their life, that they will allow you, Lord, to show them where they need to make changes, where you need to be the most important thing. Holy Spirit, you're the only one that can give us this revelation. So I pray for a revelation for each person today that you will speak to their heart exactly what they need to know and to hear and how they need to make you work and move in their life. And we just thank you that when we ask and we believe and we trust that you do it every single time. And so we are expecting, Lord, revelation. We are expecting transformation. We are expecting you to work and move as only you can do. And we say thank you. Thank you before you even start because we know, Lord, that you have great plans for us. We know that you love us and that only you can make these kinds of changes in our life today. We love you and praise you and thank you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I just was reminded by the Holy Spirit as I was finishing my prayer that God's grace is there for a reason. While we're on this journey, we are going to make mistakes. We are going to sin, but we need to get back up. We need to repent and return to the path. And this isn't 
just a one and done thing. This is every day when we get up in the morning, we put our feet on the ground and we say, okay, Lord, I need you today. Help me walk that out today. So don't forget while you are in your journey that God's grace is big enough and sufficient. And all we need to do, right, is to repent and return. Don't forget that today. But thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and for being here. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.